0: welcome back to take time podcast um this break was not as long as my previous ones were but it was still a break so sorry about that um i'm really just trying to get the hang of working this new job getting in a routine so it's been a little bit of a transition for me going from traveling and everything um hope y'all are having a good week so we're just gonna kind of get into this episode i don't really have many updates i don't think anything that major has happened since i've done my last one like I don't know is this what like normal adult working is like it's so weird um yeah I've been working my new job it's going really well um yeah I really like it I'm just getting used to being in a routine because I have it in months really like even since I graduated college even before that I might have talked about this in the last episode but like after my first semester of college when they basically schedule everything for you after that from second semester on of my freshman year. I've made my own schedule i've had classes every tuesday and thursday and that's it and then worked whenever all my jobs were pretty like work when i wanted to and take off when i wanted to so i haven't had like that strict of a schedule and even when i did start a real job after college i was remote so i was just traveling all the time so this one has been nice to get back in a routine but i do obviously miss that part of my life just traveling so I'm hoping to start going places more often cuz I've really just been to the beach. Um this weekend I might go back to Mobile, we'll see. Um and then next weekend I'm going to see Lauren Hill. I'm so excited. Um she's on my bucket list of people to go see. Um I'm not really that big of like let's go see an artist whatever, but like I am so excited for Lauren Hill. So she'll be there Summer Walker who I also love. Who else is going to be there? Coco Jones, Mooney Long, I don't know who that is, and Lucky Day. Um, Yeah, it's like a strength of a woman conference or something in Atlanta, and so I'm going there for Mother's Day with my mom and my sister, and then basically like one of my aunts. Um, So that's really, really exciting, but besides that, I haven't really had anything else going on, and I'm just trying to like plan something for the summer. Like, I just need to do something and travel and feel free, so... Hopefully that happens soon. But besides those things, I don't have any updates at all. Life has been so whatever. So speaking of that, this episode is about non-negotiables, kind of my type. And what I mean by non-negotiables, this is like in regards to dating, is you could say like what your type is, whatever. But for me, it's always been like, what am I not going to waver on when it comes to finding the person that I want to be with? And... If you know, if you've listened to some of the other episodes, I've never had a boyfriend. I've been on like two dates. I don't talk to guys. Like I will probably, I think the longest I've ever talked to a guy besides like middle school, that doesn't count like maybe two weeks or something. Like I just get very over talking to someone or something pops up and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to negotiate on that basically. So that's what I mean by non-negotiables. And I was listening to a podcast by Abel Jules. She's a YouTuber that I like to watch. And she was just talking about like she just got in a new relationship and how all of her lists of non-negotiables, this guy that she's with checked off every single one of those boxes. And for me, I've made lists before, but I've never like kept them in my phone. I'm more of like a write down list person, but I also make so many lists. I don't know if I've said this before, but like if I'm thinking of anything, I'm going to put it in a list on my phone all the time. I used to have like running lists. Where I'd have, like, random things that have happened during the day. And then a grocery list with, like, half items on there. And some of them were taken off. So, like, I'm a big list person for things that are not practical. And um, so I just started this non-negotiable list a while ago. But I just thought it would be interesting to talk about because I have been so single. Not so single. I mean, I guess so single. I have been single for a very long time. My whole entire life. And it's not... Just like, I think a lot of times I go through phases where I think that I'm single purely because I haven't found the right person, which is true. And then I think part of it, like, sometimes I'll go through this lonely season of thinking, well, I'm not right for anyone, you know, and kind of turning it around on myself and blaming why I've been single for so long on myself. And it is because I'm picky. And I think that that has a negative connotation is picky, but I think that it's really important not to settle, especially if your intention of dating is dating to marry. And for me, that's always been my intention because I don't see the point of wasting someone's time, getting involved with someone, you know, like trying to imagine your future with someone and basically doing all the steps that would lead up to marriage for me. I don't see the point of doing that with multiple people and kind of like not giving your heart away. I feel like that's a negative thing because I think A lot of people who have been through relationships, they've learned a lot and they have a lot more knowledge than I have, but I don't think that that's a negative thing to look at. I think both sides of the coin are, like, good. Like, I think going through heartbreak is good for some people, but I don't think that everyone has to go through that to know what they want from a person. And so yeah this is basically I just want to talk about like what those non-negotiables are and also I guess what my type is like physically like I don't know when people ask my type I was just talking about this with my friend but when people ask my type I'm like uh I don't really know what my type is but I know what my type is not and like that's true when I say that but it's not like I don't know I have a type but it's usually just characteristics and that's not to say I don't want my man to be fine like I've said a lot, you know, I've waited twenty two to twenty three years to be with someone, and he's not gonna be a mid looking guy like I'm not saying he's not to be sexy, but he's gonna be sexy to me. You know what I'm saying, so, um yeah, I'll talk about my physical type a little bit too, and what that kind of means for me because even though I tell people I don't have a type, I'm a liar, and I do have a type um but it does vary more than some people um but yeah times can like sometimes feel hopeless like when you haven't been with someone so for a lot of people like a lot of my friends who have been used to being in relationships and then they're single for a longer period they'll always talk to me about like I feel so lonely like I just want to be with someone I just want to be loved by someone blah 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 I'm like yeah I'm the right person to come to because 22 years I literally have had no romantic connection with anyone and I think that comforts them. I don't know to see like how, how I have been able to go through basically what I see as normal life. Um, but I just, I just encourage people to like make a list of those non-negotiables so that you don't settle and wonder why you haven't found anyone because it's going to be worth the wait when you do actually find that person that meets everything on your list and even exceeds your expectations. Because if if it doesn't happen for me, I know that like, yeah, it's going to suck to be single for... X amount many years, or even if it was for the rest of my life, like if that's not in God's plan for me, then I mean, I guess that's okay, because I have this list of things that I'm not going to settle on. And I know that they weren't right for me. And I don't want someone who doesn't like level up to those standards or meet me where I am. And um, I think a lot of girls just kind of like, and guys too, just people in relationships in general, they just kind of are lonely for the moment. So they want somebody to just be around and hang out with and all that kind of stuff. And I have friends for that. Like, and even if I don't have friends for that, I have myself for that. I, you know, you have to find some type of just sanity in your loneliness to be like, okay, I need to learn how to hang out with myself. I need to figure out what I actually want in a partner and what my intentions are on dating. And this is not to say like, for people who date around and all that kind of stuff that those things are meaningless, but if you don't know what your intention is on dating, then you're really just wasting your time and someone else's time um, but I know a lot of people do just date because they like going on dates, which is cool for them, but for me, i obviously I haven't been with anyone, so when I am like even texting someone or sharing parts of my life with them, for me, that's like an emotional connection, and it's easy for me to get kind of caught up in that and I know that I'm to a certain extent naive about when it comes to relationships so it's hard for me to kind of just like break that off so quickly even if we've only talked for x amount of days or whatever like these guys don't realize when I'm talking to them that I've only talked like you might be the longest guy like the longest amount of time that I've talked to a guy and they don't even know that because it's only been two weeks and that sounds pathetic but like after two to three days i'm gonna know if i want to keep talking to you or not after two or three days you should have been taking me on a date by now you know what i'm saying i'm not gonna sit around and text somebody all day like we're in middle school i don't know sorry i'm kind of going off right now i don't know what my vibe is but i'm just on something different um another thing i want to talk about is dating app culture and i can't remember if i brought this up on the last podcast but i know in previous podcasts i'll like give y'all updates if I'm back on dating apps, all that stuff. Because I remember when was this like September or October or something? I matched with my friend's neighbor who was in a relationship and they had like an open relationship, but they were like our age and he was like married. I don't know. It was really weird. And then I saw him out. So I deleted all my dating apps Well, I downloaded them back. And also last time I saw my friend, just an update on that story, Um, him and his wife got a divorce. So that's really interesting. Um, and sad for them but that is a reason why you do not settle because if someone is not your same sexuality don't marry them and then compromise to have an open relationship that's okay that's just the moral of most stories is do not settle anyways um but my friend who has been in a relationship for years like before dating apps were really a thing for our age or before we were old enough for dating apps um they don't understand like dating app culture and what it's like I don't know unless you've been on them like it's something about people watching is one thing like I think that's just a great way to like see who's in your area and I think it can be practical if you find the right people on there but a lot of times it just doesn't like your morals don't match up or things just don't I don't know so I think it's a way to pass time and for a while like I struggle back and forth between like is this something like I really should be doing is it healthy for me and I think that it is to a certain extent because on the surface it seems like this is just like a really shallow way to judge like who you're gonna date and just seeing them physically and you know like a few traits but for me I think that it's like enough info like combined with their physical traits usually not all guys have enough on their profile but it's usually enough to be like okay I could maybe be interested in him as opposed to like going out and you just see a guy and you think that he's attractive but you don't know if he has a girlfriend you don't know if he's like has any of the same morals as you you don't know what he likes to do you don't know his interests what his friends are like like all of that and kind of that dating app kind of takes away that front page of it so I don't think that there's an issue for me with dating apps and I think like obviously I go back and forth where I'm like okay I gotta stop but I do that with most things in my life like once I have enough of it, or I like not obsess over it, but I just am too into something. Then I cut it out of my life for a season. So I think that for now, it's healthy for me. And maybe in a few months, dating apps won't be healthy for me because, if we're honest, I've been on them for, like, back on them for maybe like two or three months, and I haven't had. I don't match with many guys ever because I don't find many guys attractive, and then when I do match with them, like something doesn't match up or we'll talk for a few days and they just want to text all day. And I'm not going to sit and text someone all day, like I said earlier. So I think that I'll probably give it, you know, a little bit longer, but I'm not just gonna, you know, sit around. I think it's just like mostly a way to pass the time. But I think in theory, it could be something fruitful to like, you know, already know those firsthand things. Like, I mean, you can see someone out, like I said before, and not even know if they're single or not. And this one, I mean, you hope that they're single, but um, we can never like be 100% sure, like when you're first meeting someone because you don't really know someone, obviously, from their profile. But anyways, I'm going to just move on because I was talking about this too long. Oh, also, another thing I wanted to bring up, I want to go speed dating why has no one ever talked about this? I've always wanted to go speed dating. Um, I think that it would be so cool. And I think I'd be really good at it. And I think it would just like kind of cut away all the time like that you spend before trying to figure stuff out. So I don't know. I'm interested about that. So if anybody has any ideas on speed dating, I think that would be so fun. Um, Yeah, let me know. But I don't think so. Because I know a lot of people like In New York and, like, bigger cities, they have speed dating events for young people who are, like, cool. But, I don't know. They don't do that in Birmingham, Alabama. I can tell you that much. Oh, one thing I did do that was really fun. This is off topic, but going back to updates. I went to a silent disco at a brewery in Birmingham, and it was so much fun. So, I think I've decided to start going to more, like my age like brewery things coffee shops like places that do like pop-up events or something like I think that would be better suited because just going out on like a Friday or Saturday night like it's just not doing its thing for me which I've never really loved like I like going out to dance but I don't like to just like go out every week I just need things to do though because I need to get out of my house because I live with my parents anyways moving forward let's get into my non-negotiables So first of all, first and foremost is I want my husband, the guy that I date, same difference because I'm dating to marry, is I want him to be a Christian and that's obviously like the main thing that I look for when I'm going on dating apps or when I'm talking to someone in person is to see what their faith is and to see if that matches up because I do think outside of if you're religious or not, I think that it is important for you to be on the same page with your morals in the sense of your religion and um I think that it is a really really good basis of what your relationship would look like to see their obedience to the Lord and to see um just how they treat their friends and how their friends are I think that that is just like a really good indicator of everything is what their faith is and what their faith looks like so that's my main non-negotiable and that's always the first thing that I've always looked for um the next thing is emotional maturity And this is a big thing, especially for, like, guys my age. Now, my dating age range varies a little bit, but I'll probably date someone... I'm 22, about to turn 23, but I'd probably date someone 21, maybe, as the youngest. I definitely would not go younger than 21. I would even stretch to say, like, 22. But somewhere between 21 and, like, 28, maybe? I don't know. I think that's not too old. I don't know. My sister's, like, almost 30. Like, she's, like, 29, I think, so... I just think it would be weird for me to date someone 29. I don't know, but maybe, maybe that's fine. Um, I want emotional maturity in a guy. I want him to be able to have a conversation with me, um, without being immature I want him if there's an issue like I want us to be able to have a conversation about it and move forward I don't want someone who's toxic and is always like trying to go back to something like I, I just need somebody who's grown up in their emotions because I can't deal with the with, with how our generation acts with basically everything all the time so I just need emotional maturity in a guy um I also want someone who matches my energy um, I want someone who's like gonna be on that level with me like I'm not saying he has to talk as much as me because I talk a lot but I just want somebody that's gonna match where I am daily and um, someone who's funny like I want you to be a little charismatic in a group setting like. Put yourself out there. I don't want someone like in order to fit in with my family and some of my friends, like you're going to have to put yourself out there because I do have a lot of friends that just like won't talk to you if you're not engaging with them. So I want someone who's going to like engage my family members and my friend friends. And I would like for that to be funny. Like I need somebody that has the same banter as me because one thing like I really love like I don't even sometimes I'll be attracted to the guy just like of how we talk like I need the banter, you know? What I'm talking about. Um, I want someone who's intentional and upfront. I really, really, really like when a guy, even if okay, so for example, a few weeks ago I matched with this guy, thought he was really attractive physically. We text, he's really, really bad at texting, whatever. I see him out. But he doesn't realize it's me. And so I text him later, we're messaging, and then he finally asks, he's like, so what are you looking for? For me, I love, despite if this is going to work out or not, I love when a guy is intentional and just like very upfront about what he wants out of a relationship, what he wants out of me. Um And what he wants like how he wants to move forward. And I think like, I, that's my issue with like texting guys from a dating app or just texting guys that you meet or meeting up with them. I don't love the like texting back and forth. How was your day? What are you doing at work? Blah, blah, blah. Like, I hate texting like that. Like, I would rather us just get to the point to see like, oh, you're looking for a long term relationship. Okay. Oh, you want to go on a date and see where this could go. Those are the type of things that I enjoy coming from a guy. And, um, that for me is really big turn on because I don't want to just sit around and just go back and forth about random stuff that goes on during the day. Like, I want to know if this is going to go somewhere or if I'm wasting my time because I don't want to get emotionally attached to anyone. So, yeah, that's another thing that I look for. Um, I'm looking for a leader, somebody who takes initiative, like I said before, whether that be in a conversation, um, if we're planning something, like, I want you to also take the lead on that. Like, I like to plan vacations and I like to plan you know, days to do things or like, I like to plan my day and things that I'm going to do. And I want someone who's also that same way so that it's not just always me planning dates or planning trips or planning whatever it is, birthday parties, stuff like that. So I want someone like that, someone who's thoughtful, kind of the same thing that goes with um, taking initiative. But I just want someone who thinks of me and goes out of their way to do things that, um you know, that please me. So I don't know. I think I've had a lot of like relationships in the past, like friendships wise, that I'll like ask someone a question and it's never like, you know, that back and forth chat of like asking me the question back. And it's always just like been focused on them. And uh, for a long time, like I, I settled for that and even just friendships. And so I really want someone who's thoughtful enough to like ask me questions back and be really inquisitive about what's going on in my life um because that just makes me feel seen and I really like that um I want someone future-minded so I want someone who's thinking of their future and not in the sense of like in my five-year plan ten-year plan in three years I want to be here or living here I just want someone who has like in the future I'd like to do something like this because that's kind of how I am to where like you know I know I'm not going to be in this job or in this city for forever but I know that x y and z are things that I want to do in the next however many years um like I don't want specific laid out plans of everything but I want you to have like some type of ambition and uh yeah I also want someone who's nomadic someone who doesn't like love to be stagnant because that's how I am like we can have like a you know in the future when we get married we can have a central location but I want somebody who loves to travel and loves to move around and just be mobile like I would love to have somebody like that um because I can just see in my future, like having one location where we live, but being able to travel and have a lot of freedom in where we go. Um, Someone who's approachable. I want to feel like welcome to talk to you. I want my friends to feel welcome to come up to you and my family. And that's kind of the same thing as I said before. Um, someone collected. I don't know if you've seen Love is Blind, but if you have, how Brett is, his demeanor, exactly that he's like very calm and collected and he kind of just keeps it together because I talk a lot. I worry a lot. Like there's a lot of things that happen in my brain. And so I really want someone who, uh, just kind of keeps all of that together and is like able to just keep me level minded, um, and kind of be like just that steady kind of person in my life. Um, I talked about ambitious already, someone who calls me out. So, um, that's like checking on my emotions and just kinda of checking in and like just holding me accountable because a lot of times like I just get so wayward to where I don't like you know keep up on my room like simple stuff like keeping up on my room, but also just like checking in on my friends and all that kind of stuff, and a lot of times I just kind of get lost in like whatever um yeah i want I also want someone who's not clingy though, like I don't know all of this stuff it seems like a lot of stuff, but Obviously, I've been single for a long time, so I guess I've just had a really long list of things not to settle for. Um, but, yeah, I want someone who's not clingy because I'm pretty independent myself. And I don't want someone, like, all of my butt all the time. I can't do it. I don't want you, like, I don't have to see you every single day. I definitely don't have to text you all day. But a phone call a day or every other day is cool and check-ins and all that kind of stuff and hanging out with each other. But I just can't. I I need my personal space as well. Um, someone who's culturally aware and in touch. And this is a big one for me because I think what I'm attracted to a lot is like, I guess this would be closer to the top of my list, but is someone who, um, really knows like about their culture and about their history, especially someone who, um, had the opportunity to know that. So I'm not saying like you know I think a lot of people like even myself have felt disconnected from their culture but I've made like some type of effort to do that but the reason that I'm not connected with my culture is because my mom wasn't either because my grandma immigrated here and was busy working and so my mom didn't get to learn Vietnamese and didn't get to really visit Vietnam and so a lot of that stuff wasn't carried into our life when we were growing up but I want someone who has had the opportunity to you know kind of experience their culture and settle into that and um I want someone who's just very aware of that and kind of in touch with their cultural background because I didn't get to experience that so that's like one of the things on the list that I think I mean there's a lot of stuff that I obviously need to work on but I think that's one of the main things that like I haven't been able to completely experience and I would like to you know explore that with someone else Um, I want someone up front and straightforward I don't want you to like you know, the one thing that I've hated the most about like some of my I guess roommates or hope y'all are listening to this, but is when people are not up front and they just like harbor things up and then just let them build and then it becomes something huge when at the beginning you could have just told me like, Hey, can you clean this up? Hey, can you stop doing this? Whatever. Like I need someone who's going to be upfront and straightforward about that if they have an issue, if there's something we need to talk about, I can't I can't deal with people who just hold stuff in because at a certain point it becomes the other person's fault because they should have just said something instead of just letting it build up to something that it definitely could not, like it didn't have to be. So yeah, I'm sure there's a bunch more traits, which is why I have been single for 22 and a half years. But those are the main things that have kept me single for so long. And the main things that I like that have kept me single for so long. Um, And then I'll kind of get into physically. So when people ask my type, and if you listen to this and you ask me my type i'm a liar because i'm gonna say i don't really have a type i just know what my type is not that's like my favorite line to say i don't know this is what the real answer is if we're gonna be shallow okay Is somebody's tall we all know that i mean what girl doesn't want a tall guy i mean i i love short guys as friends but they're not who i want to spend the rest of my life with and that's just what i'm attracted to um I like bigger guys and I say that in the sense like I don't know how to explain it the right way but like a thicker boy like big thighs big arms and shoulders like you know what I'm saying like somebody who's like built a little bit like I'm not saying they have to be like a gym bro but I'm saying like I want you to be kind of big and muscly like you know what I'm saying okay anyways um and then the other thing now this is gonna be kind of uh This is not gonna probably come off right, but I want (laughs) someone Okay, it's not that I want someone that looks like this, but I'm just saying this is what I'm usually attracted to is somebody who's racially ambiguous. So what I mean by that (laughs) No, I knew that was gonna come off horrible, is someone who you (laughs) look you look at and you can't quite tell what race they are. Like I don't know why, but I've always been attracted to guys like that. And a like, generally, this is not, I love to all my races, but um, generally, if they look like they're either Hispanic or Asian, but I can't tell the difference, like, usually I can tell the difference, but if I can't tell the difference, then I'm probably attracted to them, if they're also tall and, you know, bigger, like, fit guys. um, Yeah, guys that look like they live on an island or something, I don't know, that's, I don't know. <laughs> yeah see this is exactly why I don't tell now I know why this is why I don't tell people my type physically because it's just like it just never comes off right like duh you want a tall guy every girl does and you want a big boy like that doesn't make sense it never comes off right oh I do always tell people that I want a guy with swag and I think that's just universal if you don't carry yourself well and you don't have swag it's not gonna happen it just won't happen um yeah yeah uh, yeah, (laughs) that's all I have to say, um, this was a short episode, but I don't know, I was just trying to get through it, I just got off of work, so hopefully I can make some more short little episodes like this, I do like doing, like, 30 minute episodes for some reason, because I think they just go by faster, especially if you're listening on 1.5, come on, um, but yeah, let me know what y'all want me to talk about next time. I kind of run out of things to talk about, but I'm sure I'll think of something. It just won't be as quick as this one was. Like, um, I mean, it just won't be quick. This one was that quick. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I'm saying like, I'd rather do them weekly or bi-weekly, but I just, in between, I can't ever think of something to talk about. And then when I do that, I end up getting busy. So I'll think on a little bit of something to talk about for the next episode. But until then, I hope you have a great week, two weeks, month, I don't know. Um, And stay safe and write down your non-negotiables. Take some time this week to write down your non-negotiables if you're single. And also do it if you're in a relationship. That is important. Write it down as if you're not in a relationship and then see if your partner matches up to that. I would love to know what you get from that. So, yeah. Hope you have a good day again. Bye. Thanks for tuning in.